Merry Christmas. Christmas and happy holidays. All of that. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of And Friendship. I'm Lou. And I'm Toyin. And this episode, we're going to do a recap, talk about lessons learned, and also discuss our resolutions. Are you ready? Yes. This is a special episode. It is. You like our decor set up? Yeah. We're recording. We um, have video again, y'all. Yes. Tim's in the building for the second time yes. this season. Yes. Are we blessed or are we blessed? Yes, we are. Yes. I'm definitely happy. I'm excited to be recording another episode with a video. Yes. Yeah. I definitely think it's worth it. Um, this is our last episode for the season. How are you feeling? I know. I'm seven for seven. Seven's the number of perfection, y'all. This yeah. is number seven. I didn't even know. Yeah. I just said, oh, okay. And we're both born in July. We launched in oh July. Oh my gosh. This is so much. <laughs> this is so much. Seven, 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 seven. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm happy that um we've come this far, that we recorded seven episodes of the podcast and that um we're reaching the end of the season, but not the end of the podcast. So we're definitely we'll be gonna back. be back soon. Yes. Um, yeah. How are you feeling? I feel good. I think um just generally, I think there's a stigma when people start a podcast. Of course. So yeah. getting over that stigma and releasing more than three episodes, we were a little, know. you know. Yeah. They were spaced out sometimes. Yeah, they but were. But we, we all come. We was always coming back. So. Yeah, yeah, and hearing people like, "Oh yeah, you know, I wasn't sure." Like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay. They're like, "Oh yeah, I wasn't sure if you're gonna um, continue on with this because, like, when we started, we were we didn't really tell a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we didn't tell anybody, but um, we were even down to ourselves. It was like, okay, a year later, we're launching this podcast, and then yeah, yeah. I think we've been consistent. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like because we've been talking about it still, even though we weren't launching any episodes. Yeah. Um, but always working something. On yeah, the back we end. were always doing something. So I'm definitely excited for the preparation for the next season and what we have in store, um, the planning that we're going to be doing, and uh, yeah, more episodes and hearing more from you guys on what you guys want to hear from us. Yeah, so much has happened. Like, as we recap, so much has happened with the podcast itself, upgrading the equipment, yes. starting with, with, like, one thing, ending with another. Oh, my gosh. The evolution yeah, we, of Anne Friendship. No, the way that it's so funny, like, every time we'll start, rec- we, we're, um, we'll be about to start recording an episode, um, something will happen. We're just something. like, let's buy this right now. Yes. We're going to buy this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then, yeah, it just worked out, so... Yeah, it, it was definitely trial and error, but like it's been an enjoyable experience so far. So yeah, yeah. I definitely think it's worth it. And I'm doing it with my friend, so yeah, and we're still exciting. friends. You I know, know. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we're still friends. Yeah, we're gonna do an episode on what business partners and friendships or something. Honestly, yeah, because it's not. It's, it's it's definitely. A, I don't think much has um happened for us to you know really discuss right now but i know it's definitely something that we have to be intentional about and kind of channeling each other's strengths what you're good at what i'm good at and kind of like bringing that together so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's been great we need another photo shoot i know for next year but we don't we didn't even finish (laughs) posting the other ones i know but like it's already like summer pictures so yeah yeah we're gonna do it yeah yeah excited for more content so, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, our resolutions, our recap of the year, and lessons learned. What did you enjoy most about this year? I think this year was a little bit restful. I wouldn't say it was very restful. This entire year, I worked from home. Never Well, I went into the office probably like once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, last year was different because we started COVID around March, and that's when we got sent home. Mm-hmm. Um, but this entire year I was at home and also we bought the house this year. So I think it was a lot of just kind of settling, feeling more in a routine and feeling more rooted in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's what I enjoyed most about this year, becoming more rooted in my own life and, um, just unpacking a lot of things because of of course, everything that's um, transpired for me personally kind of led me to do a little bit more soul searching and gaining more self-awareness so that way I can you know be a better person and not hold on to a lot of baggage so that also happened this year so I think this year was just a really transformative year for me it always happens on the even years like 2018 Mm -hmm. 2020 oh it's 2021 I'm so wrong oh my gosh no revelation there (laughs) I was going into this spiel and I was wrong it's 2021 it's okay it's not every oh time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not every time, Revelation. What did you enjoy about this year most? What did I enjoy? Hmm. I think 
traveling and I didn't travel a lot, but I, I did a like step amount. out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stepped out of my comfort zone earlier this year and like just did stuff. Um, so I did enjoy doing that. That was that was that was good. Um, another thing that I enjoyed was um, I guess a lot of the things that I got to do or that I like set my mind on doing. Mm, I, I don't know how to word that, but like um, going back to the gym. Well, did I ever mm-hmm. go? But yeah, starting to go back to starting to go to the gym, um, go get like saying that I want to go to grad school and then actually being in there and just um, I guess my pro- productivity um, from last year during the pandemic till now, um, I definitely enjoyed that I was be I was able to continue to do these creative things that I wanted to do and all the other things that I set <clears throat> my mind on doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- I think yeah that's what I enjoyed the most. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a solid year. It was definitely a better year than twenty twenty for me. Yeah, early twenty twenty, I was like, what's going on? And then the pandemic hit, and it, yeah, it was just a, it was a mess. But this year. I don't know. The first half of the year, I was definitely living life. Like I was living life. I was enjoying. I was like, yeah, this is my this is my year. Blah blah blah, um, of just enjoyment. But mm-hmm. then, towards like the last half, of course, when I started school, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm tired every day. I was just I was yeah. just really exhausted. I feel like some things just weren't happening for me that I was. I guess that I thought. I don't know how to word that, but like things that I just was expecting I guess um didn't go according to plan um so I feel like I was just running on empty like I said last Mm -hmm. episode last the this last half but like I'm excited to like get back to enjoying life yeah I get you and I think um expectations for 2022 I think it's crazy 2022 would mark three years in the pandemic oh my god that's crazy like to think I haven't been into the office full time since March 2020, that's that's actually crazy. Um, but I think the expectation for 2022 for me would just be kind of to continue the work that I had already started in 2021 by being intentional about, you know, being restful, establishing boundaries, mm-hmm. and also kind of building up my um my relationships as well okay a fun one question what was your favorite purchase this year my favorite purchase we got the house of course but that that is one of my favorite purchases that probably is my favorite purchase technically but my actual favorite purchase is my car um i was driving my red (laughs) coupe for years and I was like, I'm not gonna upgrade. I'm not gonna do it yet. I had to wait till the time was right, till I had the money that I wanted. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. now's the time. And, and anybody who knows me, my family knows that I really love Mazdas. Like I've always wanted a Mazda. I would see them on the road. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I love Mazdas. They look so like sleek and elegant, even though they're not like that type of, like they're not a luxury <laughs> car. So I was uh-huh. like, I wanna get a Mazda. So when I was doing the um, car searching process, I was searching for months because I knew I was eventually going to buy a car early Mm -hmm. this year. So I started the search in December of last year and I would just go on Carfax, look at cars. Mm -hmm. And I was I was set on getting a Mazda. But funny enough, closer to the time, the Mazda prices, I was like, can I do this? Can Mm -hmm. I really do this? I was going to started rising. Yeah, they were just more expensive than other options. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about my budget. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of choosing between a Nissan Altima and uh, a Mazda Six, and Sam was like, "You have talked about a Mazda for years, a Nissan. Like <laughs> this is your opportunity. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you not get the one that you actually want? Right. Especially if it's still within like your budget, like you could make it work." And I was like, "Okay, I hear you. I I, I don't like making big purchases. I don't like it. I don't like." having that weight on me. Mm -hmm. So it was very hard for me to finally decide, but I had already been searching for months. So I knew I was being responsible. I purchased a car used, but I made sure it had everything that I needed and Mm -hmm. it was in line. I had the warranties. So I was like, yes, I'm going to bite the bullet. And now that is my baby. That's my car. I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. I never see your car. Yeah. It's always in the garage. Yeah. And I, I only remember like if I'm looking for you at an event, I'm gonna look for the red, red car because I don't know what your new car. I've seen it like once or twice, but I don't. And it's you always see it in the nighttime, yeah, so it's like harder. It's not like the car that's like that's loose car. So mm-hmm. 
yeah, that's going to take a minute to get used to. And you didn't even tell me that you got it. Like, I forgot what happened. So you were just like, oh, yeah. I got a new car. I, it's in the garage. I was like, what? And then we went downstairs and we looked at it. And you was like, oh, yeah, I got it two weeks ago. I was like, when did this happen? But, yeah. yeah. I only remember you for your red car. And then I remember, I know Sam's car. That so. red car was faithful. Yeah. But it had, it, had, it had done its time. How many years did you have it? when i was a sophomore in college up until this year so i don't know four or five years okay so yeah wow and it was beat up that's and it had mileage on it they didn't even give me a lot of money for it but it's okay yeah <laughs> well, my car my first car i had it for two years it wasn't even bad but i got in a mini accident You're they like, quoted me something and i was like what I drove straight to the Toyota lot and bought a new car <laughs> and then sold my first car for $700. Yeah. Nothing. But yeah, now, even now, like cars are, they're, they're they want cars back. So they're mm-hmm. selling, they're, they're buying our cars for like more than what well, we pay yeah. for. It, so it's like equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of doing that, but we'll see. My favorite purchase this year was my Louis Vuitton bag. I know Shout that's a very, a very vain. Tim like, looked over at the bag <laughs> when she said it, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> my that that's my that's my purse. That's my everyday purse. Like, if you ever talk about me always showing off because I'm wearing that purse. When I was wearing my Michael Kors bag every day, nobody was saying anything. Yeah. So now I wear this Louis Vuitton bag until I can't wear it no more. I um, saved up for it. I saved up for it. I had a separate bank account for it. Like wow. I was like, I'm going to deposit money, set a goal. I need to reach this amount so I can buy the bag for my birthday. Um, and so one day, it was a Monday. I don't, I don't remember what Monday it was. It was a Monday in June. I wasn't working for some reason, or maybe I was. I hope nobody, I hope nobody at my job <laughs> is, looking, is listening to this. But um, I just drove. I don't know where I was going originally, but I drove to D.C. and I said, I'm going to look for this bag. So I went to City Center, and then I went inside the store, and they were like, Oh no, we don't have the bag that the bag that I want the color. Um, we don't have it here, but it looks like um, the one in uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, Chevy Chase Saks has it, but they only have one. I was like, one means none. Mm-hmm. So, um, and before that, I went to Tyson's Corner. I was looking for the bag, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have it in the store, but we we can definitely get it for you online." I was like, okay, so around like around my birthday, I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. But then this ending of June I was like oh, I want to get the bag now and then luckily I did because they were sold out everywhere and he was like yeah and you can't buy it online and I was yeah. looking at him like what do you mean so then he said yeah go check out Saks so I went to Saks and Chevy Chase I went over there and I said I'm looking for this bag and they said we haven't seen this bag they said the bag's here I said yes the bag <laughs> is here they said it's here so they were looking they were looking for it, and I was just waiting I was just standing there. I was like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be embarrassed and walk out without this bag so they think i'm like i'm just coming in here and i don't it's like i know shop like yeah. you don't really mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh did she actually talk to somebody or is she just saying that so i waited they were looking 20 minutes later they re- looked in a random drawer and it was there and i was just so happy i was like i gotta get this bag now so i got the bag the late the essay like she's like do you want a picture she took a picture <laughs> i look busted like i was like, i can't even i'm not posting this nowhere i just look I, li- I was wearing sweats. My hair was a mess. And I was just mm-hmm. holding the bag like, yeah, look at the bag I bought. But yeah, it was just, it was nice. I, I, I felt like I say, like it was like a goal of mine. I do have big purchase goals that I, I've made before, like my camera and my, my car, my first car. Mm-hmm. So this was like another big purchase that I was just really excited about. Um, and I felt like it was, it was it was worth it. So, yeah, I was really excited to get it. My mom uh, recorded me unboxing the bag. Like, I was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah, that was, that was my bag. And now my mom wants one for Christmas. Well, a bigger one, of course. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know if I can help know. you with that. But, yeah, that, that's, that's because my Because you spent time saving for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. I'm, I'm what does the bag day. signify for you, you feel like? Uh, that's too deep. I don't Oh, is it, it like grown women? Yes, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a step up. Like I, I actually never really bought a. I've never bought anything like luxury and for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first purchase was a Michael Kors bag, a big one, um, the one that I wear to work every day now. But um, everything else, like all my other, I don't really wear purses like that. So my other purse that I wore every day was a hand me down from my mom. Um, and I just wore that all the time. 
But um, this, yeah, this was like, I got, I got money now. Like I, I saved up for this. Like, I'm yeah, like it just felt like, and I, it, for the age that I was turning, I don't, I'm, I'm being so annoying about this, but turning 25, I was like, yeah, like this is my bag. Like <laughs> this is, this represents like adult, yeah. adulthood. So yeah. I, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. We made great purchases yes, this year. Yes, we did. I'm very proud. Yeah. What did you learn about yourself this year? Uh, so this year I started um, therapy more consistently. And because I started therapy more consistently, I feel like um, it gave a lot of language to a lot of the thoughts and how I was feeling and kind of how I respond to things. Um, specifically, one thing that I that I carry with me is like, for example, if someone doesn't like something that um, I do, I will change. So essentially like being a people pleaser. Or Mm -hmm. if I could do something to ease a situation, I will do it, but I'll put myself, I'll make myself uncomfortable Mm -hmm. for that. Um, And after going through like a few therapy sessions, the therapist was just, well, I actually went through a few therapists this year too. Just (laughs) let's, let's ignore that. But but that's but that's good though that you yeah. didn't like stick with one that you knew wasn't working for you. Yeah, I had to finding yeah. a therapist is actually pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. So when people always talk about therapy, there is a level of privilege that's associated with having a therapist, mm-hmm. finding a therapist, and things like that that sometimes we don't address. And therapy is expensive too. Mm-hmm. Like also, I think that's something to to note. I'm a, I'm able to do it because of my job and the benefits we have. But had I not had those benefits, I don't think that's something that I would be able to feel comfortable about doing on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but in doing it, one thing that was consistent that she would say is like, basically, like I take people's emotions and their actions, and I take it in. Like for example, if someone comes to my house and they're hanging out and they're sad or they they're downcast about something, it may have no, it may not have anything to do with me, but I will internalize that and be like they're sad because of me, and I did something and I would I would respond in that way. Wow. But I think the therapist kind of helped me to see like sometimes people are just feeling what they're feeling, and you I, if someone does not give you those emotions for you to help them process, you cannot take that and and put it into yourself and say like I'm going to take these emotions and also I'm going to feel what they feel because they haven't given me the access to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that applies more for my intimate relationships. Like there'll be instances where I'll be, I could be a bugaboo, like for real, for real with Sam, I'll be like, tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. And I'll repeat it like 15 times. And if he doesn't tell me, I'm, I'm me too. I start, I'm, I'm, I get sad. And I'd get down and I'm doing, and, and, and the therapist is like, why do you do that? And I was just like, I don't know, because I don't, I don't know how to respond otherwise. And she's like, if someone does not give you something, you cannot just take it and say like, yes, I take it. And I'm going to assume because I don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume whatever you're feeling and I'm going to try to become that as well. And I think that's my biggest, that's the biggest lesson I learned this year. And it has made me free. Like, seriously, like, if someone doesn't hand me something, that's the biggest thing. Like, if they don't hand me something, I don't take it. And I also have um, been very, very intentional about my own, like, we talked about boundaries. So if I communicate and say, hey, I'm not feeling it, or I don't feel good, I'm very tired, I learn not to expect anything from anyone. Not, like, in the sense of not having, like, not having expectations. I don't expect anyone to read my mind, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So if I want something, I'm very specific. Like Sam knows, I will send pictures. I will send exactly what I want, and I'm not leaving it out to chance. And that also has just made my life more fulfilling as well. Yeah, because you're not a surprise type of person. No, I do not like surprises. (laughs) We we went over that. So it's like, I know, even this Christmas, I I exercised those tools. Because I was like... Do I want to just be like, oh, babe, how much do you know me? Or do I just want to ask for what I want to ask for? Right. So yeah. I asked for what I want, what I wanted to ask for, and I'm very proud of myself, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking to my parents. I was talking separately. I was talking to them, like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And they'll be like, "Anything." I'm like, "That means nothing," because I'm not. You got to send me a link, because I'm. I am not a. I'm thoughtful, but like. I know exactly what you mean. I can't that's gonna stress me out me thinking of oh what do what do they like what do like it's like 
Christmas time is when you realize, like, do I even know the person, these people? Because it's like, I don't even know, I don't exactly know what you want or, like, what you may need unless I hear it in passing. But I'm I'm not usually thinking at the time, at the mall, like, oh, what did, what, what was the conversation we had that they said, oh, they really need this? Like, I'll, that would be something that I have to, like, m- take notes on and stuff like that. So when yeah. people be like, oh, yeah, just give me anything, I'll be happy. I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah. Because if I went and got you a gift card or something or like something small, you'll be upset. You'll be, you, or you won't use it and mm-hmm. it'll just be a waste. Mm-hmm. So I realized now that like, um, like what you were saying, like uh, when, well, not really exactly what you were saying, but people just, I need people to be explicit with me. Like mm-hmm. tell me what you need from me, what you, what you, what you want me to do, like stuff like that. Like I need like solutions. I can't, I, I don't, I can't sit and I, some people, they say, oh yeah, you're like, you can, you are a good listener and stuff like that. I can Mm -hmm. listen and all that stuff. But like being like, um, it's okay. And what is, what are those people called? I don't know. I'm not, I being a soother. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm just not that kind. I don't have the right words all the time. I'm just like, what's the solution? So like, I just need you to tell me like in this moment, what do you need? Or like, if it's a, if it's an item that you need, or if it's a service, people who are acts of service, who they're, that's their love language. They just expect you to just, just do it. And I'm like, no, you got to tell me. Yeah. I can't read your mind, Mm -hmm. even though you, you are an act, your love language is acts of service. And, there is things that needs to be done. You have to tell me like, cause I'm, I'm just you have to translate it I'm to not going to, I'm not going to, I don't know. There's just too much that goes on in my life for me to just consider or in everybody's life for me to just, I guess sometimes just can stop and consider. I, I of course I do do yeah. that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like there is some things that you notice in the moment, like where you're like, Oh, let me help out. Let me reach mm-hmm. out and do this. But yeah, lately I've just been asking like, what do you need from me? Yeah. Like if, there's something that you're saying that I can, that you're, that you're expressing to me that it's like, okay, it sounds like there's something that you, mm-hmm. that you desire, but you're not saying it. I would just ask so that you can say it yeah. because there's no, it's not going to bother me if, if beating around the bush doesn't help me. So mm-hmm. just tell me what it is that you need. So I guess that's what I learned about myself is that I just can't, I I don't like guessing and just thinking about what it is that people need mm-hmm. when they when they aren't telling me because before I used to I used to internalize that as well like okay there's like you said there's something mm-hmm. that I'm not doing enough of and then you do it and then they're just like oh and you're like so you didn't, <laughs> you didn't so that's care? not what you needed what did you need mm-hmm. so yeah that's definitely something I learned about myself and just yes yeah. stepping back and and asking and if they don't tell me then please I can't come and kill myself no legit I asked for <laughs> Just in general, this year, I feel like I asked for more help than I've ever asked for before. Mm-hmm. Like, I am very much like, I need help. Can you help me? Like, I and before, I wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just learned in business, like, with coordinators, I'll ask, like, can you can you assist with this event? With Sam, I'll be like, can you help me get things out of the car? Like, I just learned to ask for help more, and I feel like that has made me feel less burdened in general like I have to do everything by myself yeah another thing that I learned about myself there's always a period where I I just lose my train of thought (laughs) but another thing that I feel like I learned about myself was that um I do too much Mm. (laughs) I do too much stuff and there's some things that I don't enjoy doing Mm. and I guess it was good that I tried those things to realize that I'm not feeling this and yeah. I don't want to do it. Um, and the next step, I guess, is to stop doing it. Yeah. But because you're you're in it and sometimes you're known for it, people are relying on you to do it. And it's like, okay, I can, I can do it because I know how to, but I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be known as this this type of person yeah <laughs> or I don't want to be dependable dependable the only one that can provide that you can, service, yeah. yeah so um yeah that's 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 gonna take I don't think it's gonna take too much time I feel like every beginning of the year um I I there's like things I just say I, I'm gonna step away from this and I 
I let them know and I start off the year like fresh, but then I, sometimes I get back you into it back or there's just here. something else that I add on and I'm like, no, I'm removing things to lighten my load, not to add something else onto it. Yeah. So I guess that's something I need to learn that like maybe, maybe next year just find three things, three core things that I want to do that I want my, my niche to be that I want to focus on and do those things. Mm -hmm. I've done a good job this year of saying no to things that I don't want to do or in that moment, like, Oh yeah, I'm not available or I, I, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but there is still some things that I'm just doing because it's like, I know other people, I know I'm the only one that can do this right now. And Mm. I know that there's a lot going on other people's lives that, for me to just step away from is going to be like, what, you know? Like, what other options do I have? Yeah, so I'm definitely... They will find another option, usually. I know, but, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a random thing, but, like, you know when people be like, oh, um, if you you pass away today, um, the job... They will replace you. No, they they will, but that's going to take a minute. When people have left jobs, and they, and you, if you haven't been left (laughs) hung and dry, like, because a coworker left or they went it's they, actually man hard it's work. months of just stress mm-hmm. until they get an you're begging please hire somebody else so that's how it that's how i feel now like when there's just some things that they that i'm asked to do that i know that nobody can really do right now um it's just like oh, okay i'll do it but man 2022 just know yeah just know that my answer it's no. No. No, I feel it. I feel it. Man. Yeah. I think uh, as we kind of transition into lessons learned um, this year, this goes into like faith and spirituality. And it's going to sound so interesting. I think I had a few, I had a lot of conversations about faith this year. And, you know, sometimes I'm always like, I'm going to tweet this, but I'm like, let me just delete it <laughs> every single time. But one thing that I've learned this year is that a lot of faith like messaging and things like that is kind of like rooted in prosperity messaging because not only about prosperity in, in money, but prosperity and like having a good life. Yes. But like, for example, the saying, um, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers, soldiers, but it's like, sometimes it's just hard, you know? And sometimes like, or some people will be like, Oh, you're going through this because there's a greater reward. But that's prosperity messaging because what if there isn't a greater reward or what if there like I feel like we kind of make the message of suffering a little bit better by saying, oh, but it'll get it. You 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 win this at the end of it. But that that's still prosperity messaging, Mm -hmm. because I I think a lot of times, okay. Not saying I'm a pessimist, but sometimes I'll be scrolling and I see these messages. And after going through, I think anybody who has gone through a hard time, they read those messages and they're like, no, like it's sometimes there is just no reason. There is no like say like, oh, because of this, this is why it's sometimes there's none of that. And I feel like we have to remember from a faith perspective that the reward is just God. Yeah. Like beyond like oh i'm doing this so heaven i'm doing this so um i can get like i can gain this like beyond everything like faith is simply for being connected to god like that is the reward everything else is secondary yeah but i feel like sometimes the messaging is kind of skewed Mm -hmm. where it's focused on and the reason why i learned this lesson was actually i was having a conversation with a friend and i was like yeah you know sometimes it's like oh i can't wait to 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 make it to heaven and she kind of like checked me a little bit and she was just like you know i feel like a lot of the times we make this messaging centered centered around like like oh heaven is the reward but really heaven is not the ultimate reward really the reward is just having and being connected to god so sometimes now i just be looking at messaging and i'm like yeah because people just people are sometimes just going through it and i feel like we try to make it easier we try to make it like we try to try to soften the blow Mm -hmm. by saying certain things and it's just like but is that is that truth is that god and i feel like we have to sometimes catch ourselves from that aspect of that prosperity messaging. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to suffer in life. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying like the whole idea of making things easier or palatable because yeah, the reward is on the other side. I just feel like that's, that's, that's kind of dangerous. Yeah. And I think sometimes we just, some people just want answers to everything. So it's like, that's my, that's, that's the answer. And I'm sticking to it because that's going to help me get through it. But like, is it, 
is it really the answer mm-hmm. or is it just something to make you feel better about you know in this what you're time going through, because yeah. let's say that 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 thing never comes to pass you're going to be more disappointed then than you are like in this moment if you just come to that realization that is why prosperity messaging like is it can be very dangerous because mm-hmm. when people are disappointed by the things that they don't get it's as though like it's devastating, yeah. you know? And I just feel like, and not get in regards to money. It goes even to the conversations we have about marriage. It oh goes into the gosh. conversations about wealth. It oh goes into gosh. the conversations about jobs. Yes. It goes into all of those things yes. when we constantly kind of feel like, I will be rewarded. I will get this or, you yeah. know, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's also something that I'm still learning. So I don't have all of the the words and the and the scriptures yeah. to really like message it the way that I know it, that I feel it in my head. But I know that's something that I'm very cautious of yeah. when I'm sharing or talking to people that I'm not like saying, oh, yeah, you're going to get this and it'll ha-, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Sometimes, you know, we could word it in a way that's like there's hope. Mm hmm. But not in a way that's like, you're going to get this because God is good and God wants to give it. To, I mean, well, let me not say that. God wants to give you good yeah, things. He does. That, but that's true. It's it may not always be in the exact way that we envision it. And sometimes I see. Do I want to talk about this? Sometimes I see things um, like people. I see things and it's Just like, go ahead and say it's it. like. Okay, so this is what this is. This is the this is the only goal. Is that is there anything else that we desire mm-hmm. out of life than certain things like mm-hmm. marriage, money, uh, accolades, stuff like that? Um, because some some ministries are literally only centered around that, mm-hmm. and it blows my mind. And I'm just like there, ha- like. That can't be the only reason why I'm a Christian. Like yeah. that cannot be the only reason, mm-hmm. or else I'm going to be. I would be. I would have been struggling for the past ten years because yeah. I wouldn't. I. I haven't received that thing yet. It's like okay, I'm just gonna keep waiting on God for this one thing yeah. that I'm missing out on. All these other. Not saying that they are. They're probably learning other things about themselves. But then that's that's also that one goal that they're fighting towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been interesting watching like seeing these things happen because it's like you know, the rejoicing and the stuff that we do is like, yes, we, we... anyways, <laughs> I, 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 I've said nothing and I've said a lot, but I know what you're saying. It's, 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 yeah. That prosperity in all aspects is, is wild. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's a, it, that part of that is why people don't come to church anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I don't no, know. Like that tell stuff me feel good messaging. Yeah, just... Because there's, there's one thing about like making things happen for yourself. Not, not you're not, ever really just making it happen for yourself of course god is always involved Mm -hmm. but like that oh expectation that if that you it's kind of like god has to do this and if god doesn't do it in this way um am i still is my faith still going to be strong you know and i and i have to ask myself that because you know i have really i have big goals i have great desires um but I'm always always asking myself, like, if, if these things don't come to pass, will my faith still, you know, still stand? Is my yeah. faith rooted in those things happening? Is that why I'm here? Yeah. You know, it's even kind of like goes down to like, this is so, I didn't expect to go there. <laughs> but it even goes down to paying tithes. It's like, oh, I'm going to pay my tithes because God is going to bless me financially. Yeah. It's just like, mm. yes, it's yeah. true. You know, like. There are like general like I don't even I can't really get get into the deep of all of that but I just feel like there's just a lot like a lot of like I'm gonna do this mm-hmm. to get this I'm gonna do this to get that and I feel like those those are a lot of the lessons that I learned yeah. this year and I'm trying to make sure like my faith is more solid in the fact of just God my relationship with God and what He does for me mm-hmm. um, by just like my being yeah. and and my spiritual self rather than any other things that I gain yeah you know? and and the last thing I'll say about this is that um, that's how we market like American Christianity we're like yeah come over here because this is where the blessings are your life over there sucks yeah and it's like does it actually suck does my life actually suck yeah and a lot of people go back for that reason like let me just test to be, to yeah, be sure like, it sucked before coming right, over right cuz it's like yeah. you're like yeah you 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 lived a terrible life i mean a sinful life but it's like 
it's worded in a different way. Like, yeah, your life was terrible. You, you were depressed. Yes. You, you, you hated yourself. And then they, they said, they're like, maybe I was depressed. And then it's like, maybe they weren't. Maybe they just were just, it wasn't as fulfilling as it could be over here as a Christian, but it's not, not fulfilling in a way. It's like now you're going to get money and, and miracles and all these things. And, and until God comes and gets us, yeah. but it's not, that's literally not how it is in other countries mm-hmm. who where people are Christians. So we market this American Christianity as like this perfect, like this is the perfect life. Next step, this next step, this, and then all these blessings once you become a Christian, but it's not like that at all. It's, yeah. It, you get into it, then you're just on this windy, <laughs> yeah. narrow road and just like, was any of this worth it? Like, did I, what was the, like, I was better. <laughs> you just, you start to, you start to man, think about that. <laughs> listen, listen. you just like, yeah, yeah. Somebody lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> no legit somebody sold a dream and now sold you're like me a dream mm. 10 years later you're like <laughs> i'm sorry y'all all right yeah that's that's all i'm no saying. Like, that's legit that's a good lesson yeah for sure what, what lessons did you feel like you learned this year um lessons man i need to think about that um i guess yeah, I think part of what I was saying before, like, I think it all centers around learning to be more communicative, mm-hmm. like learning how to communicate. Um, I think I've, I, yeah, there's just a lot of self-awareness that you just, sometimes you just go through, like when there's times where you're alone, you're like, dang, like I do this because mm-hmm. of this, because of this. Um, and so I've I've learned that, Again, like if I don't ask, I won't get it. Mm-hmm. If I if they don't ask me, they won't get it. Like there's just learning how to be learning how to communicate effectively, not just at work with your family, with with people you don't know. Like yeah. learning how to communicate is so important because there's just so much stuff that um, you think you hear that's not actually being said, mm-hmm. and there's other things that you think. Yeah, it just communication is just is really key. Like and not just communicating but also like um what's the word when you communicate and you receive it to under, understanding uh-huh. what is being said as well. Like being a better listener and and hearing out hearing what people are saying in certain things. I think man <laughs> something that could teach us all is COVID messaging. Like yeah. we, some people really believe that the vaccine is a cure, but it's just, it's a vaccine. Like mm-hmm. we don't understand how that stuff works. We don't understand how, why this pandemic, why we're still in this pandemic, stuff like that. Like just reading, he, reading the news, hearing all these things, like, and seeing social media and seeing how people are processing news and stuff. You just realize that like, there's just so much, so many things that we just are misinterpreting in the news, imagine us misinterpreting it like in our conversations or in our yeah. interactions with people. So I think that has been a key lesson that I've learned, like to learn how to communicate, to learn how to understand what is being said to me and not just taking everything that I'm seeing and being like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I haven't, I don't usually do that, but sometimes in certain things, I, I definitely be like, I see something, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. Mm-hmm. But then that's, but it's like, actually sit with it and think about like. Your response. Yeah. yeah. Because if not, you're going to, you're literally going to end up looking like the rest of them where yeah. just the whole, it's just, it's just not, it's not a good look when communication is off and you realize you like days or months later, you realize like, wait, what actually happened? Like all mm-hmm. this was actually unnecessary, you know? Yeah. So yeah communication has definitely been something that when learned. you say that that covid messaging that's so real because um sam and i are both vaccinated and whenever i hear him explain like the vaccine because a lot of people talk to him and say like oh you know people are vaccinated and they're getting sick especially with this new variant a lot of vaccinated people are getting sick and whenever i hear him explain it i'm like oh yes explain because he's always like no the point of the vaccine and he's talking to people like no the point of the vaccine is not you know for you to not get it it's for you to just not be hospitalized it reduces like the 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 effects of of the actual virus and i was just listening and i was just like wow yeah and you know because i even forget that sometimes because i'm like wait people are kind of getting this thing what's going on i'm like everybody's testing positive oh my gosh what does that mean it's like 
it's, yeah. it doesn't that's that's gonna happen or like there's so much messaging to where it's like um so and so tested positive for the vaccine and they have the booster shot yeah okay yeah because and and what and then way in the bottom person had mild symptoms yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. like yeah just you stay home and you quarantine and then you come back out but it but there's there's also a lot of hospitalizations from people who don't have the vaccine at all, mm-hmm. who, who, you know, yeah. made it very political when they decided that they, they weren't going to have, they weren't going to um, get the vaccine or that they, uh, for whatever reason, whatever their reasons are. And so now it's just a whole bunch. And then even like um, the new variant and how it was worded that it was, it started in South Africa yeah. when it didn't, mm-hmm. you know, just, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Like that. It, it was definitely highlighted more, like, you know, when Trump was president, it was like, yeah, fake news, fake news. But now it's even highlighted more, like, with this, with um, it being a central thing that everybody's talking about, just how bad communication can go. Misinformation in yeah. general, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Lessons that was a big learned. Lesson. I think America learned about communication this year. For sure. I mean, and the I world. Mean, are we, we're, lear- we're still we're learning. learning. Trial and error, man. Trial and error. It's, Hopefully it's, we get better. Like, man. let's, yeah. Hopefully... Hopefully, COVID ends eventually next and year. Next year is the man, year. That's very ambitious to think. Next year it will be over. Honestly, we're on we're on variant. What? <laughs> I don't even know. Man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's mm. a lot. And even me, I'm like, booster me, please. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I I didn't even. I work in a hospital. I work in healthcare, and I didn't even realize like how bad it was becoming um, until really until Thursday. Um, when they started saying like, you know, how many hospitalizations we have for COVID and just different things like that. It's like, and then hearing what's happening in New York, you're like, wait, this is, it's, it came back. Like it was, it was here, it was dormant. And now it's like, yeah, we, we are summer 20. It feels like summer 2020 in a way. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. All right. Last, lastly, our resolutions. Resolutions. What are your resolutions for 2022? I say resolutions because um, I stopped making goals. <laughs> I I do still make goals, but my goals used to be very like step Specific. by step. Like mm-hmm. I'll have t- I'll have ten to twenty goals, and in those goals, how do I have to achieve? I have to do this, then I have to do this by month, by month, by month. Wow. Very analytical. I I used to do it like that, even like with grades and stuff. And then midway, I'll be like. Guys, didn't hit this milestone and you know goal sometimes goals feels it feels like it's very easy to to realize where you failed at yeah for me so that's mm-hmm. why i realized i was like i don't know if i'm Let gonna make goals. more to resolutions yeah i was like i don't know if i'm gonna make specific goals anymore mm-hmm. I, it's, it's gonna be okay i have my mindset on this thing but i'm not gonna set an end date like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to happen in this within this year there is some goals that's like okay within reason i need to graduate i need to graduate (laughs) on time in two years i need to graduate yeah that's my goal but there's other things that's like okay you can wait on this like it doesn't have to happen right here in this moment yeah yeah i think what i usually do every year is like i go through my old resolutions or goals and i kind of review them and see where i land Mm -hmm. um i try to look at them in the middle of the year just to kind of see i'm still progressing towards that And I haven't done that yet, um, but I do need to sit down and do that. Um, but I have like general resolutions. One resolution that will always be on my list is to clear off debt. Like that will always kind of be on the top of the list. Like I want to eventually be, Sam and I even want to eventually be debt free. Um, and I think that the steps are to get there are kind of like we're working them. I feel like uh, last year, of course, when you're buying a house, finances change up you know because mm-hmm. before you can throw all your money on debt but now you have to save and you have to make sure you have all the money that you need um so i do think that was a big buying the house was a big goal this year mm-hmm. which we um accomplished so now next year i really think focusing on debt is one of the one of our main goals okay yeah do you have any resolutions um i wrote um more so like advice for myself mm-hmm. and one of them was to stop taking advice from social media you take advice from social media in what way it's 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 very it's, okay subtle. social media has a very it's very subtle have you watched um what's that show on netflix about social media you know social dilemma is it huh 
Social Dilemma. <laughs> no, not Black Mirror. Social Dilemma. Is it Social that, dilemma. that, that doctor, doctor, documentary? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the Social Dilemma. Yeah. Social media definitely, like, that advice type stuff definitely creeps up on you. Like, you don't even realize, like, what the algorithm is doing. Like, yes. you, you start seeing things more, you're like... And you just think there is a I had I wrote the, I um, tweet uh, tweeted this but then I didn't um, post it I just said it as a draft it was like am I hearing from God or is it just the algorithm because Legit. listen <laughs> sometimes you see things and you're just like okay I've seen this a lot like is this like does the out is it the algorithm or is it you know mm-hmm. God speaking to me and so I was like it's the algorithm <laughs> because some things just it just stopped making sense. Mm-hmm. There's this, my followers lately, all I see on Instagram stories is quotes, 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 cute graphics of quotes. And I'm like, you read one thing on one person's thing, you go to the next one, you see another mm-hmm. contradictory post, and you're like, which advice, which advice should I be taking from? Yeah. So I just learned, I was like, yeah, just, you know, take some of these things with a grain of salt. Like, there's just some things that's just like, did this person, there's some things where you're just like, did this person even take, um, like fact check it do they have any background on this information to be sharing this in the way that they're sharing it so authoritatively on social media um relationship advice i'm not even in a relationship but sometimes i'll be reading that stuff and i'm like yeah that's what i'm gonna do and then then you go back and you look at it it's like that's so unrealistic Mm -hmm. but though i do want a very unrealistic love story yeah we know that we know that uh, (laughs) tim was here last time (laughs) um yeah, some of the advice is just really like, what? Like, th- there'll be, you'll see something and then you're agreeing with it until you see someone disagree with it and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I disagree. And like, what kind of, what is that group thing? Yeah, group thing. You're just like, what? why did my brain just switch on me like mm-hmm. that? Because people are bringing valid points on each side. So taking some, taking like advice from five different people about the same thing and then seeing one disagreement, you just it makes you just step away and be like, okay, like, what do I believe? Mm -hmm. Like, does this, does this even, like, is this even, you know, necessary or is this even applicable or does this even make sense actually? Like when you, cause some people, they write, they write really well on social media and Mm -hmm. you're just like, this sounds so good. And you post, you just put it on your story. Mm -hmm. And like, did you, do we actually look at this? Like, do we even, do we actually understand what is the context of this, what's Mm -hmm. being said? Like, it's just little snippets of what people are saying there's only so much that you can say on social media anyways yeah so yeah i just i was like yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna stop taking advice from social media um tiktok tiktok too that algorithm is on point you like one thing wow and then all of a sudden it's like you just like wow you're seeing it i love tiktok i love tiktok (laughs) i love tiktok i love tiktok so (laughs) i'm always on it but i be seeing stuff and i'm like okay i'm seeing this a lot like all right this is the messaging you're giving me mm -hmm. yeah there's just some things you're just like all right like like there's this new there's this uh, annoying trend called feminine urge or feminine energy Mm -hmm. and then the girls are giving advice and they're like yeah um to be more feminine or to oh that was bring out your bring out your feminine energy you need to start wearing makeup in the morning or you need to get up early or you need to dress up when you're going. I'm like, what kind of advice is this? This is so, yeah. so basic. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we're all gathering towards. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's like, all right, what it, and what does that do? Mm-hmm. It, it does make you feel good, but what does it actually do? Yeah. There's no, uh, yeah. I There's mean, always a flaw there. Yeah, so, and then it's like from people who are like, they got one hit, like, you know, like mm-hmm. one good thing where everybody's like, oh, help me, help me. What did you do? What did you do? And they're like, okay, this is this is this the is secret. secret. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. what? So then that's when you realize, like, let me step away because you and then, you know, you're just only seeing that video. So mm-hmm. you go and you look at the rest of their stuff and you're like, mm-hmm. it's not hitting. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think one of the things that I gained from that, um, what you said is I don't really comment on or. Yeah, I don't really comment on like a lot of social social issues. Not like social injustice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. I I those are things that are I feel very um near and dear to me. I'm talking about the things that people are arguing about. Yes. I, Should I, a man I, buy flowers? I don't engage anymore. <laughs> I don't engage. I ignore it. Yeah. Like I I will read. But I think another thing social media does is like it makes us come to conclusions very quickly. Yes. Like if something happens at a concert, we are 
we have our conclusion. Yeah. If an album drops, we have our, it, we, we rate it the next yes. day. It's just too fast. Yeah. Like sometimes it takes time for yeah. you to re- kind of understand where you are on something. Sometimes it takes going through life. Like the conversations yeah. and the arguments that happen through happen about dating. Like you might not know your answer to those types of arguments yeah. until you go through those situations. Yeah. And I feel like I just don't really, ca- I don't comment on the social outrage anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like out of sight, out of it's mind. Not it's not my business. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like anything. Can, and I think the thing about us is that I can realize that I, or I can, I understand that as a, as an individual, I can change my mind and I don't want to be sold on this one idea right. that I now published online and everybody sees. And like, I'm just more cautious of that. So I'm just kind of like, y'all arguing. Oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, I will read, yeah. but I will not engage. I definitely, I definitely be looking. And then I'm like, man, you guys are getting really upset about something about this one thing that it's going to be so irrelevant tomorrow. And I just be wanting to like, just say that so bad. Like if I see someone, talk like someone i'm following talking about it i'm like like you guys want to like there's a tweet that i retweeted it said you guys want to be offended Mm -hmm. because there was like some twitter spaces where they're like talking about like black women or something they're talking about women and people would join you're joining it why yeah you're you and then there's their list or like you know people who Anytime someone talks to me about Kevin Samuels, I'm like, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't care. Like, stop talking to me about it. I, why are you listening to it if you don't agree? Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. So there's just some things that I'm there. I mean, a lot of Twitter topics. I, I literally don't tweet that day. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to, because my tweet's going to be completely irrelevant because nobody's, everybody's talking about this one thing that I do not care about. So, yeah, yeah I've, I've definitely learned to, to just sift those things because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just, Man, the topics be so dumb. Um, <laughs> it just be so. It's like y'all, please. It's like Not please. Today. Like it's just. It it doesn't even make sense. Like it doesn't. Yeah. And 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 they come and it's the same answers all the time. Like it, it's it'll be a it'll just be worded different or it'll be a different example. And it, and but it's people the same. yeah and mm-hmm. people will still be talking about the same thing. So it's just like we spend all day talking about it. Like we we two hundred dollar dates. You spend all day <laughs> talking about it. All your tweets that whole day. Two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Tweeting people you don't know from other- arguing, and it's like you're never gonna see this person. Like, Ever. why are we so upset? Why are yeah. we letting these like you know these people get us so upset? But yeah. yeah. And another thing, another resolution of mine is to stop keeping up with the Joneses. I don't think I do currently keep up with the Joneses really. Like, um, but again, TikTok. <laughs> sometimes like they'll post like recommendations or you just see something like quite often you're just like i'm gonna get that like what for example um hmm. i bought um so somebody said somebody posts on tiktok and i just so happened to see when it, they dropped it that um essentials dropped something on sense mm-hmm. i went right on there and bought two things i don't <laughs> i don't think i've ever you know cared Desire for that, that. stuff mm-hmm. i would see it and i'm like okay it's, it's the loungewear mm-hmm. <laughs> i looked at it i just i sent it to my brother I said please which one should i get because he has it and i said i'm gonna get it and i bought it and i tried it and i was like oh this is nice but then i realized i was like this is is this really even my style mm-hmm. like there's just some things that you just or, or like the rick owens that mm-hmm. people Every have mm-hmm. i was like should i get it just to get it because i can get it mm-hmm. I see everyone else with it. I might as well just get it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, do I want it? Like, if I did not see everybody with it, with it, would I care to have it? And not really, because yeah. it's been out for a minute, and I never cared until now. So mm-hmm. it's like, so some, so it's, it's with style. Other times it'll be like, you know, like black luxury luxury TikTok. Oh yeah. Um, I haven't fallen into that trap yet, but I, I fear that I will in 2022. So that's why I'm like, let me scale back and, and really yourself. see, like, you know, I, I, and I saved up for that bag. Now I cannot now go and be like, oh, let me just splurge on this thing mm-hmm. without thinking because I'm going to re- regret it. So that's kind of what, and I, I notice that I do that sometimes when I'm like stressed. I'll just see something. I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy it. And I just, you know, just swipe and stuff. So um that and just other things like when you see people buying houses let me buy a house yep. before 25 because this person and this person and this person bought it before 25 mm-hmm. let me get into tech because this person and this person and this person the got tech. six figures Woo, six tech. figure jobs at 23 like let you know or let me move over here because everybody's over there you mm-hmm. know just different things like that so um i i say it in my head like yeah i'm gonna do that and i'm like no i'm not i'm yeah. not gonna do it but you you, you just have it's just that feeling when mm-hmm. you start seeing um, a lot of people 
obtaining these things and you're just like they look so happy I want it. Like I yeah. want. It's like the the at the end of the day, it's like I want that happiness. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I had what they had, would I actually be happy, or will mm-hmm. it just be like, okay, I have these things. It's yeah. just like a temporary, like you know. So yeah. Funny enough, I'm gonna plug Sam again. We were talking about this yesterday because it kind of boils down to self control. Like it's it's a weird way to kind of think about it. But we tell ourselves, when I get this, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be happy. Yeah. But a lot of times. It takes that self-control to sign, to tell to tell ourselves that we're happy and satisfied with what we have now. Yeah. No added, no subtracting in a sense, and kind of just being where we are. Because yeah. self-control, we really look at self-control from a perspective of purity, usually. But if we lack self-control in one area, there's other areas that lack self-control. So it could be self-control in your thought life, mm-hmm. self-control in how you spend your finance. Like, it could be anywhere. So if you constantly are like, oh, let me, let me, I'm not satisfied. I need this. I need that. It kind of makes you kind of question yeah. where, where you stand with that. So yeah. I definitely agree. And the, and the messaging is subtle because it's kind of like, you just feel like there's certain milestones. Like, Hey, 28, that means something. There's, there are things that come along with that age that I need to tick off, you yeah. know? And because of that, like you're mentally preparing, like, okay, do I feel like a fulfilled 28 year old, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I just feel like it's just a lot to kind to it's a lot to take in and it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think on a lighter as we are closing up, uh, one of my other resolutions is like, you know, to be in the gym every week, hopefully next year. I was already I've been consistent for the last like three years or so with my um, fitness journey. So I'm happy to just hit another year and just be more consistent and just yeah. to um kind of keep that going because I, I really when I don't work out I really just don't like I just don't feel good about myself for some reason mm-hmm. but when I whenever I'm being consistent I feel accomplished yeah so that is something that I definitely think I want to continue on like any type of movement I'm not even like it doesn't have to be one particular type of movement but just to kind of be consistent in that area yeah a random one well it's not really random I have this every year and uh, by January I'm, I already <laughs> failed I want, I really want to just be able to cook for myself. Like I'm, I'm tired of eating out. I'm tired. I did not know that was one for you every year. It is. It's always like, I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to learn something new every week. And I'm what? I don't even, by, I, there's no time. There's Mm -hmm. no time to cook for real. So there's only like moments where I'm like, like that time when I asked for the recipe and I made that, that was, that was probably the last time I made something that big. (laughs) Yeah. I never, I didn't cook again. So I just, I, I, like I eat for survival. (laughs) So I want to be able to like, you know, just eat things that I, you know, enjoy. enjoy. You should sign up for HelloFresh. This would have been a great sponsorship. No, you should. And do it like maybe only get like one meal a week or two meals a week, because Mm -hmm. I will say we did sign up and we have like a few meals it teaches me more skill based okay so i can apply the skills to other like things like I, maybe i'm not like like they're not it's not like i love every meal mm-hmm. but it kind of challenges us i think skill wise okay so i think that's helpful so i think one meal a week or something like that that'd be great yeah and they yeah. give you all of the ingredients so it kind of reduces the barrier of entry that's that's also very interesting that they give you all the ingredients yeah but um I, I started, I realized like, okay, maybe I should just go, go grocery shopping in small increments yeah and just get little things, cook that thing, survive off of it and make the next more, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of there'll be periods where I'm like eating the same thing and I'm like, I don't, I never want to see it again. <laughs> and then I don't eat it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other times where I'm just like really hungry. So I'm just eating out and not eating like good stuff. I'm just eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to. I don't I don't want to be like a chef or nothing, but I just want to be able to like eat stuff so I can yeah. like I have I have fitness goals as well. And I've been in the gym with my friend and it's been fun. I enjoy that. And so I want to continue on with that because it's it's the whole body. Like yep. it's not just working out. It's also eating your mental health, all those things. So I want to be able to be like, what is it? Holistic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you are. Wow, such a great episode. Last one for the season. See you guys. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm not leaving yet. Oh, no. What is a friend resolution? Do we have a friend resolution? For for ourselves? Ourselves and just in general. Oh, I just, I definitely want to be a better friend. I want to be a better friend. That's, I I know deeply what I'm saying, but I'm just like. Your friends know. 
right? Yeah. They understand. They understand. I just yeah. want to be a better, like, I'm already a pretty good friend. I am not to tomorrow <laughs> more. But I just want to be a better friend. And I want to be more, kind of like what you were saying in the beginning of, like, it takes a lot to be really thoughtful but i want to kind of go the extra mile a little bit more mm-hmm. um and i also wanted to solidify like my tribe you know as we are getting older you know people are you know starting their family i already i have a family but people are mm-hmm. also starting their families mm-hmm. so i kind of want to integrate that because i think i shared before i didn't grow up having like that type of tribe yeah um from my from my parents so i kind of want to have to give that you know to um the future yeah I'm not talking in any specifics, just so don't be clocking me. Right? LOL. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um I just wanna continue being a good friend. I think I'm a r re- I think I'm a good friend. You are. I am yeah, I'm I'm a good friend. So I just wanna continue being that, being continue being there for my friends and um I guess not closing myself out when there's times where I'm, you know, stressed or just going through stuff. Um, and not seeing my friends as the villains, you know, mm-hmm. in those moments. Cause sometimes I do, I see it, they didn't do anything to me, but because of what I'm going through, I'm like, everybody is evil, like, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I just want to be able to just see all my friends as like, you know, as people who love me, they have the best interest, my best interest at heart and, um, they're here for me. So as I am for them. So yeah, yeah, just continue being good friends. So. Wow. Wow. Season one done. Yes. Oh my gosh. Follow was... us. Keep up with us. We'll be here. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be posting again for season two. Mm-hmm. But I'm proud of us. Yeah. We we, we, we did it. We, we did, did it. it. This is exciting. It I'm is. I'm definitely excited and I'm happy that we did this. Like this this was this was what I also enjoyed most about this year. Oh starting the podcast. Yes, 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 so, yes, yes. Yeah. This is definitely another endeavor that was well worth it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. All right, y'all. Merry Christmas. Thank you guys for watching, listening to us. We love you guys. Yes, and Happy New Year.